Namaskaram everyone hope you guys are doing good and welcome to Aishu's podcast Namaskaram everyone welcome back to another episode Namaskaram Praveen Anna uh, we are our dear hatha yoga teacher Praveen Anna who is conducting hatha yoga classes in Kochi thank you for coming Anna so before we go into the podcast i would just like to say if you want to listen to the audio version of it it is available on google podcast apple and spotify so now with your permission can we <laughs> sure <laughs> so Praveen Anna uh, please talk a bit about yourself like your journey maybe even from your childhood like uh, we would we this is a series where we get to know more about hatha yoga teachers we only see them in classes conducting <laughs> yoga classes but we want to know their life in a bit more detail so wow. from wherever you would like to start namaskaram um from uh, if you want to know right from the childhood uh, you know i right from my kindergarten like lkg i'm away from my home oh okay so that's where i started my journey okay. you know um i stood uh, i was staying in my aunt's house and uh, throughout uh, till 10th standard i was there in kanyangad um, 40 km away from my native um only during weekends i used to go to my house and only during this you know that's my childhood uh, no away from my home most of the time and uh, childhood uh, yeah it was <laughs> we want all the spicy details your <laughs> friends and all that stuff <laughs> ukg is good <laughs> <laughs> see uh, uh, i don't remember much thing uh, you know any uh, major events or something like that uh, from my childhood but one thing uh, which uh, you know always uh, kept me going was uh, in our uh, uh, you know school we were the first batch uh, to complete uh, sslc oh right from fourth standard so each year uh, it was going like uh, ours was the first batch Fifth, can you six. tell a bit about what is sslc for the viewers audience sslc is uh, nothing but 10th standard okay yeah, yeah maybe some outside audience is okay. there so for them that's right so uh, what we call as you know 10th standard here uh, we also call it as sslc okay so <clears throat> right from my fourth standard uh, it was uh, ours uh, in the only batch and uh, uh, because of uh, this uh, you know one thing uh, always i used to get engaged uh, in the sports activities cultural activities right from my childhood uh, i was very fond of uh, participating in competitions especially the cultural and sports okay. both um like mimicry or uh, even singing give us a mimicry no no right no, <laughs> you have to see give. that uh, <laughs> that's a different kind okay. so uh, our singing competitions like light music classical music who do you mimic i want to know this see it was uh, it was small or, things or no 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 actors nothing okay. it was a small things like how train goes oh. you know that kind of oh, mimicry okay. right from my childhood okay. so that that's it so as i said more than studies i used to focus upon uh, these things you know cultural aspects and uh, sports events like uh, running race you know um, and uh, maybe after eighth standard uh, we started discuss throw short puts and all these kinds of things so yeah i used to get uh, many uh, prizes for that and uh, fortunately only we were a few okay. <laughs> because we were the first batch <laughs> so you know by the time when we came to 10th th- standard uh, we were only 7 <laughs> okay. so it was a lot of fun you know uh, being uh, 
I I used to represent uh, our school in okay. the assemblies uh, mm -hmm. continuously for eight, uh, three, years. three years. You know, eight, nine, tenth. So all this was a kind of fun for me. And uh, as I said, uh, I did not give uh, much importance to studies in my <laughs> childhood days. And um, mm, yeah, like uh, we were just wanting to all the cultural events, uh, you know, happening and things like that. We used to go to friend's house, uh, do this, uh, you know, uh, singing or uh, playing cricket uh, inside the hall and things like that. So it was only uh, those kind of things. No studies. So it was a second. See, Praveen is emphasizing again and again, no studies. <laughs> so it was a secondary for me um, until I came to 10th, oh. where I really knew, like, you know, what it means to be a 10th standard and, you know, the kind of uh, expectations people had. And uh, being the first batch, yeah, it was uh, really, I, you know, for the first time I started uh, really uh, feeling the pressure of uh, studies. Till then, uh, there was no such pressure. Though, uh, in the childhood, uh, to be frank, I, even I got uh, single digit marks. You know, so, the was the pressure from outside or was it within you? Like within. within. It was uh, from within because uh, there were so many change points. We came to know that, uh, you know, our school uh, is going to be different. Uh, you know, it's not the same school where we studied that we'll be writing the board exams. Okay. It's uh, in a different school. So, because our strength was less and things like that. So, since then I started really getting boiled up. So, yeah. Yeah, to, in short, you know, it was uh, more sort of uh, fun, like playing with the tires and uh, going through the fields. Yes, we you have know? this game where you take a stick and tire roll. Yeah, yeah, with a stick and tire, yeah. you know, you go uh, kilometers long. So even we don't know, like, where we started and where we are hiding up and things like that. So such was my, uh, you know, memories from my childhood. That's it. So next we we'll go to school, then college. Then yeah, coming to college, uh, see, once again, college, after 10th standard, it was uh, altogether a new experience because it was way away from my home, a new... Uh, Which college? Uh, it, it was in the state of Karnataka. Oh. There is a place called Udupi. Yeah, so the place is new to me. The college, of course, is new to me. The language is new because uh, I studied in Kerala till 10th standard. After that, uh, you know, it's Karnataka. The language is Kannada. And, uh, you know, friends are, no friends, okay. nothing. Once again, I don't know how I landed there, <laughs> but somehow I landed there. And uh, I was very uh, kind of introvert that time. I never used to speak up uh, to anyone. Just college, house, okay. college, house. And there also, you know, <laughs> I uh, kind of, uh, there was no uh, fun activities that time. All, all fun activities, I just left, uh, you know, after 9th standard, I left all the fun activities like in terms of cultural or sports. After, you know, 10th and uh, college, first year of college, it was only, uh, I cannot say studies, but not even studies, no fun activities. No. It was just like dumb. One year it was just Which dumb. Which subject did you offer in the college? It was science, of science. course. Uh, physics, chemistry, maths and uh, statistics, PCMS. And uh, I did not know, like, what I want to be that time. Whether to become an engineer or a doctor, I don't know, nothing. I just, uh, everybody are going to college, even I went. And um, yeah, because uh, maybe fortunate or unfortunate, I don't know. Uh, you know, I was staying in my aunt's house and there were, uh, he was of my same age, same batch, and uh, aunt's son. So, you know, he was a brainy. Uh, you know, I just uh, was targeting him, like just want to become like him somehow. Uh, in terms of sco scoring marks and things like that. So I had some kind of, uh, 
you know, uh, I won't say role model, but some, somebody is, uh, was there for me to compare and things. Otherwise, I don't know where I would have landed. And uh, yeah, first year it was too, too horrible in terms of, uh, you know, it was nothing was happening. Second year, at least, you know, I was uh, started focusing on my studies, but still no cultural nothing, only studies. And uh, first year, uh, just to remember, I remember one incident where, you know, I got the marks card and I got the results of first year uh, PDC or PUC, what uh, we call here. It was only 58% something for that time. You know, the, the moment I got the marks card, I just uh, <laughs> <laughs> tore my marks card uh, then uh, there itself and uh, did not reveal to anybody. I just uh, told my parents that uh, I am passed, you know, <laughs> to the second year. Which but, according to you was a good percentage at that time, so that we get a context. Because now 58, 60 <laughs> people are like, ah, that's good. So yeah, that, that time, time, what is that, a good that time, uh, you know, first year, uh, my friends, uh, they scored somewhere around 80, 85. 80 to 85. So, you know, comparing uh, with, with respect to that, so I just thought 58 is nothing. Not what yet. is that? So, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I was very much frustrated uh, within me. I was very much uh, kind of uh, uh, having some kind of, nothing was happening for me, kind of thing. Then the second year, I did not give up. Uh, you know, study, 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 only study. And somehow I could manage uh, 90 plus oh. in second year. So that was a kind of uh, you know achievement for me as well as in my family also. Everybody started celebrating. <laughs> so, so these these are the only things you know small things. Yeah, before that I just uh, you know wanted to mention that uh, right from my childhood I used to go to you know this uh, orchestra what oh. we call as Ganamela, right, right. where I used to play triple drums. Oh, tabla. Tabla, three drums. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, tabla, triple drum. I, so, I was a player uh, in, my, in our school also. So, every year for school days, we used to have this cultural fest and, uh, you know, every year I used to play this. And uh, I think uh, in the year of uh, sixth, when I was in sixth or seventh, even I got a remuneration of 50 rupees. Oh, okay. okay. So, that was also <laughs> a very fond memory, you know. Uh, one of my teachers, he took me to uh, one of a, a festival where he took me as a subordinate. Uh, you know, uh, to play this tabla. And there they gave me a cover and I just opened the cover and it was uh, 50 rupees that time. It was like, you know, <laughs> tears in my eyes because that was the first uh, remuneration kind of thing. So, yeah, these are a few things. I'm sorry, I'm uh, just uh, trying to recollect. No, it's you know? good. We can go very slow. I need these informations. Do you have pictures of this tabla and all? Do you have? Yeah. Do you have pictures of you playing any of these or uh, activities which I can put in the video? Uh, let me just check. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> So, though uh, we used to take, uh, you know, a lot of uh, pictures of uh, childhood, but I don't think. Let me just uh, check with my friends also. <laughs> yeah, so these are the things and uh, college. After, you know, second year of college, what we call as PDC, um, I joined uh, engineering. Okay. Um, that also uh, in a college called Nitte, Nitte Institute of Technology. So, okay. that's also in Karnataka. Karnataka okay. Yeah, part of Udupi. And um, I got into mechanical engineering. Oh, and uh, he's also year, a mechanical engineer. <laughs> in the year 99. Okay. So, there once again uh, we started our fun activities. Uh, I was uh, straight away into the hostel. Okay. You know, those was uh, the ragging uh, kind of. <laughs> Give rag some examples. Ragging, days. ragging examples, please. <laughs> please, some. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, as I said, I was very introvert in the sense I never used to uh, speak to people. I never used to get, uh, you know, mingled because some kind of fear factor was there and also some kind of inferior complex as well. 
So these were there uh, those times. And uh, I always uh, you know, got ashamed of speaking to people, so I kept myself. And with this condition, I landed up in a hostel. It was completely private. It was not a college hostel. Fortunately, I was the only first year student. And uh, almost 30 to 35, uh, you know, final year, third year and final year students. Okay. It was just like, you know, uh, getting inside a jungle <laughs> where uh, <laughs> uh, just like an impala in front of uh, 10 cheetahs. You know? <laughs> I think you, that's why I was like thinking, you said it's good. I thought, isn't it bad? You are the only first year. Now, now when I'm thinking now, okay. it is good. It is good, yeah. No, because uh, from there I could okay. lift myself okay. otherwise. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, there were a few incidents uh, you know, of ragging, uh, but as I said, now if I'm uh, thinking of uh, that particular instances or incidents, it is really fun, basically. But that time, it was, I was really pissed off. <laughs> is there something for the family audience which you can share the ragging? Yeah, yeah. See, uh, these, these are all fun kind of things, but uh, as I said, because of uh, my fear factor, I was over, uh, you know, kind of exag exaggerating the things that time. So, um, uh, simple example, for example, you know, uh, they asked me to ride the bicycle in a corridor. That was the beginning. Okay. So, without a bicycle, ride a bicycle, oh, okay. kind of thing. Okay. You know, it was a small passage kind of thing, where uh, I need to take the reverse, I need to, you know, put the be uh, ring the bell, bell and things like that. Then, uh, riding an automobile in front of all, uh, you know, uh, members, horn, okay. all those things. Then in the night, after 10 o'clock, you know, they used to uh, come out of, uh, you know, come outside my window. They used to bang the window. They used to, you know, uh, wave the fire balls and things like that, oh, just okay. to terrify. Uh, oh, okay. And I remember one instance where I ran away when, <laughs> from oh, my room. <laughs> so these kind of things uh, were happening. And uh, yeah, almost a first year, this was a routine you know, case. So. First year, I uh, never, you know, I, whenever I used to come to my home, uh, I never used to, I, I was never feeling like uh, going back because of the, you know, yeah. the terri uh, terrific incidents. But uh, still, I have uh, chosen, uh, you know, uh, to be a part of this college and uh, even, uh, you know, that time, uh, the condition in you know, our house also was uh, not so good uh, financially, everything. So, yeah, I thought uh, I have to make uh, somehow. <laughs> And uh, yeah, for first year it was uh, more kind of uh, this, you know, uh, place. Then second year onwards, uh, when uh, we really got into this uh, mechanical branch, then, you know, we really felt like uh, only boys. Okay, okay. Now, uh, a real Royal Mech feeling, okay. you know, started uh, building up. And, uh, you know, that by that time I started facing people, I started mingling with people because of these incidents, you know. Right. Uh, then I thought uh, nothing is there, right. nothing to worry about. So those kind of, uh, you know, the complex gradually started uh, coming off and uh, yeah, still of course the focus was mainly on studies, but um, you know, started developing uh, some good habits as well <laughs> from uh, right from my college days. So going out with my friends, you know, having a puff. So right from my college days, I started uh, experiencing uh, you know many new things. Okay. Right. So maybe it's not appropriate. No, <laughs> everything is appropriate. Please, please share that. You just glance through it. <laughs> go detail, <laughs> detail into these new habits. See, it's not that. Uh, because I think why I'm because there are many youngsters who yeah. watch my podcast and they are going through. There, there is no one like. 
see uh, this 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 as you know vaishakanna was uh, exactly saying like the journey how uh, you are uh, and the things like that so see this is how i even i think most of the youngsters now also they are doing once they enter the college they turn a little bit so we don't know which direction but for me it was like uh, you know right from the first year i used to see my seniors you know uh, drinking alcohol you know smoking cigarette and uh, they used to feel pride in all these things by doing all these things being a, as i said you know very conserved uh, a person even i was just watching this and i thought you know some one day even i am uh, going to do this because i just want to feel this so that was the thing but first year uh, it was not uh, so conducive the atmosphere and second year gradually once again i just uh, you know started taking another step that is going along with them yeah. to the bar or you know to the shop but third year onwards i started myself <laughs> experiencing all these things so and it became a habit part of my life you know oh, all everything then um, yeah so as you know even my friends we started uh, going for the higher experiences bigger experiences <laughs> of course that time also for me the plus point was i was mainly focusing upon studies and uh, these were there part of my uh, you know uh, thing uh, fun activities but mainly uh, i used to focus mainly on studies uh, as i said because i just wanted to get somewhere that time i had this uh, urge you know um, otherwise staying away from uh, my house for the, uh, you know these many years since lkg doesn't mean anything if i don't uh, get somewhere you know coming back home with empty hand so that uh, you know somewhere I, it started uh, pinching me so that's why I mainly i started focusing on my studies though i had uh, you know all this fun activities going on and um, you know yeah i started the participating in a few cultural activities uh, then like uh, dance <laughs> i never used to dance till then but somehow you know somewhere uh, you know that urge that also by looking at the seniors you know i used to see college day functions where i used to see seniors whom i was considering you know kind of gandhi, gandhi. in nature right. they used to go and dance and then i was just thinking like if he or she can dance why cannot i so there i know i myself um, went inside uh, this you know activities and uh, fortunately they included me gave me a chance in a group dance then we did something i don't know <laughs> what <laughs> so all these things were uh, uh, you know happening and uh, then the fourth year uh, yeah as every you know everybody uh, uh, you know uh, anti, what do you say uh, expects you know in their college days i want to have a vehicle vehicle drive you know? right, right. Uh, i just want to drive a vehicle to my college and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know just to show off <laughs> so last year i had my bike oh you <laughs> i my dad had a bike okay so i just uh, it was a kind of new oh. i just <laughs> took okay. it from <laughs> you know uh, for 3 months i had this bike and the uh, next year my dad had uh, bought a second hand omni okay i thought even i'll take this omni so, kidnapping yeah. vehicle Kidnap- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so these were the you know things uh, used to go all uh, you know all out once again uh, partying night partying in the vehicle all this kind of things we started doing especially in the final year because this is a final year i had made up my mind uh, saying that you know no more studies right. so i knew that uh, this is my final year uh, study and uh, i just wanted to make you know much of it that's it 
So, whichever way, what are the possibilities? <laughs> I was just uh, looking for. And, uh, but fortunately, as I said, uh, you know, I completed the entire course. Uh, that was a plus point. You know, though in uh, my childhood, I had single digit marks, less marks, you know, the tier, all these incidents in the second day of PUC. But college, uh, you know, all the eight semesters, I could pass uh, with distinction. So all the eight semesters, that was one thing which, you know, still I, uh, you know, remember and, uh, you know, cherish. So though I had all the other fun activities, mm. yeah, that's it. Then got campus selection, the final oh. year, and uh, my first job, that was in Calicut. And, uh, you know, Calicut, I was there for almost one year. And, uh, you know, it was a life-changing experience in terms of all the hardships. So, you know, right from the college, where we used to enjoy a lot, you know, we, we used to be there in a certain way, you know, with a certain freedom. Now, here, uh, I did not expect, it was kind of, you know, job, only job, 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 work, and that too, night shift, day shift, there, is, there was no shift. So, no shift, whenever they used to call, because, uh, you know, the quarters was also nearby. It was a company quarters. So whenever they used to call, we, we had to go. So it was uh, that kind of a job. So yeah, it was. Uh, see, generally uh, people used to call me, or people uh, usually uh, you know were telling that I have enough patience. You know, I know how to deal with the situations, though the situation is very tense. I was uh, you know really. That was a quality which people started recognizing. But, uh, you know, though I had these uh, qualities and uh, I thought, you know, this company is not for me. <laughs> I had this patient enough and I thought I can, cannot survive here <laughs> more. So I just uh, gave the resignation letter and, you know, without any notice period, just ran away from there. And uh, without getting any uh, experience letter, nothing. Oh, okay. So it was a very, uh, you know, once again, now if I'm just looking back, it was really fun. But that time it was really horrific. You know, day and nights, without any shifts, we used to work. We used to sleep on the furnace, you know, where we used to melt the iron. It was a kind, you know, foundry, basically. So we used to melt iron, which was boiling around 800, 900 degrees or even 1500 for some specifications. Night, you know, when we get sleep, we used to lie down on the furnace, bed. So, you know, these, <laughs> these are really very challenging experiences. And, uh, yeah, you know, after this uh, PDC, I, and once I started, uh, you, know, uh, you know, getting into this engineering, and that's when I started feeling like even I can do something in the sense uh, uh, there's no point in, uh, you know, uh, being conserved or, uh, you know, being ashamed of anything kind of thing. So then I started exploring, you know, new job. Uh, why can't I uh, take up new job? You know, uh, that's how I made my mind that uh, quit this job, uh, go to Bangalore. Anyway, Bangalore is there, uh, you know, we'll get a... Bangalore is, a, is a one of the, you know, that time, is a hub where every engineer, uh, you know, wanting to go. So even I quit uh, uh, the job here, I straight away went to Bangalore, though no job for initial six months. Um, yeah, once again, uh, <laughs> after one year of earning, Within six months, you know, once again, uh, everything depleted, no financial backup, nothing. And uh, yeah, that time I started starving, you know, just to know myself, okay. how it feels, right. you know, no money, 
okay. no food okay. so how it feels so that was the first experience i had because you know till then uh, i used to get salary in the first company and uh, yes uh, we used to have all the fun and other things but uh, once you uh, there is no you know income coming to you um, then i got really got the taste of uh, what is this you know if there is no food right. one time no breakfast okay. because i don't have any and uh, i was feeling ashamed to ask my parents also because uh, one year i was working so that time i did not uh, you know these kind of experiences uh, you know really sh- uh, you know shook me somewhere within um then yeah somehow through uh, one of my friend i got into another company from then uh, no looking back you know it was uh, that company which i was uh, as- aspiring to go into you know automobile and automotive field being a mechanical engineer one of my favorite uh, subject as well as one of my favorite field was automobiles so i was somehow uh, wanting to get into uh, you know automobile company so as a first step i got into automotive there also you know 12 hour shift day night but it was uh, kind of uh, fun because uh, you know the all the operators or the members in the company they were also uh, you know i don't know uh, one plus point what i don't know plus or plus or minus but for me i think it was a plus point wherever i used to go i used to make a good relationship with people you know uh, because i never used to scold anybody i never used to you know speak uh, in a kind of angry mode or things like that whatever may be the situation and because of which you know people though they used to hate work but as a supervisor they used to love me so that's why you know i had that rapport with the people so there also it was a kind of fun though the work was a bit hectic so there i understood the importance of this you know human relations you know how if you keep people uh, the good relation how uh, you know you can get along with people so that's what uh, that's uh, one major thing which i learned in that particular company and uh, then yeah after one and a half years of uh, bangalore uh, you know uh, work experience i got a call from toyota okay the mnc and bangalore, uh, bangalore. and uh, you know it was just like uh, wow feeling i did not apply i don't know from where they got the resume oh okay you did not apply i did not apply okay. uh, but yes of course my resume was there in uh, one of the job portals oh, okay. i think uh, they got my resume from there but uh, one fine day i got a call from hr and i said yes definitely being a you know uh, automobile freak uh, love to then um, you know got into Uh, out of i think uh, around 25 members uh, only two got into uh, the startup and fortunately one of uh, i was one of them it was another altogether uh, different world you know toyota was uh, that time itself it was well known for uh, all kinds of uh, you know strikes is it yeah oh, okay, okay. so toyota is uh, known for strikes in bangalore you know that too very uh, harsh uh, kind of things so for me it was a new world you know altogether oh wow nice flow you know the company nice shop floor so but when you know after get, getting inside when you get the into the real job then started feeling the heat the sense uh, yeah of course that rapport was not there initially it took almost uh, one of uh, two years you know how uh, to build a rapport and that time even i felt you know though uh, what is that though i had the quality which i believe that i can build relationship you know it took a little uh, time uh, there but once again 
because of uh, only because of uh, that you know rapport building uh, maybe uh, you know nature i could survive uh, for almost 10 years oh you were there for 10 years yeah i was there for uh, 10 years in toyota bangalore and uh, it was going great for me you know uh, so, so many of uh, my then ex uh, you know colleagues uh, they used to complain about uh, so many other things in terms of promotions or other you know otherwise but for me as a i don't know uh, things were happening for me uh, you know uh, fortunately i was getting the right kind of boss <laughs> and uh, so yeah <laughs> everything was happening uh, you know in a great manner and uh, i was the first uh, you know i am i am really proud to say this uh, that i was the first engineer uh, to be recruited uh, into the new project uh, which now uh, you can see as a toyota ethios oh is it yeah okay okay so i was the first engineer uh, you know we had the existing plant So the new Toyota Ethios was uh, supposed to come in a different new the plan. Ethios is a, like a very good uh, like oh, <laughs> line of the Toyota cars over here in India. Yeah. I think Ethios is only in India or is it No, Ethios in only in India. India, right? Yeah. right. So from here we are uh, they used to export. Okay. So that's it. So yeah, I you know I from the core production. Okay. You know production means uh, you know manufacturing where only people are the assets. Okay. So from there I got into projects. so that was also kind of excitement being a first engineer and uh, going through the phase of projects and things and um, yeah that then marriage oh marriage <laughs> please how was how how that was very sudden from toyota to marriage <laughs> see marriage um, that was a uh, you know yeah i when i was in uh, college mm, you know she was my cousin <laughs> my cousin only right from a childhood uh, you know we used to play right from our uh, very childhood days you know, whenever we used to you know uh, vacation comes two months vacation either she used to come to my house or i used to go to her house so it was uh, you know but only during the college engineering last year mm, i you know felt like proposing <laughs> then uh, I did not I did not know like how uh, it's uh, with her so i just uh, you know how did you propose go into the details <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was i think uh, by sending an email okay <laughs> not i did not have the courage to directly call and uh, <laughs> though she was uh, she is my cousin <laughs> so i just sent a uh, you know email and uh, to which i got <laughs> a call oh <laughs> next day and uh, i did not know that time how to respond <laughs> i was like what to say and uh, you know she, initially yeah, she uh, started playing uh, with a you know kind of serious attitude okay how dare you oh, you know yeah. all these kinds of then i thought gone okay, okay this is slap show okay. i thought okay shut up <laughs> uh, then uh, you know finally <laughs> she accepted or oh, you pursued still oh? yeah okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so from then yeah Uh, then you know it was kind of fixed so the kind of uh, uh, you know uh, it it was really nice because even as i said being a mechanical engineer i never used to get uh, and i never uh, used to sp- uh, you know no ladies in no mechanics in mechanics first of all no ladies and i never used to uh, yeah. you know yes. speak to ladies also yeah. so hardly uh, one of a few i we can count hardly 
you know with such a this thing you know only uh, if I, if at all i used to speak i used to speak to her that's it and uh, yeah then uh, toyota by the time uh, she even she was uh, doing her higher studies and after completing her higher studies even she came to bangalore then um, that's the time uh, we both uh, you know proposed uh, to our uh, proposed in the sense uh, we oh, presented presented uh, yeah presented it's not proposed presented uh, to our proposal only dad and mom please accept our proposal only but uh, we presented uh, in a house though there were uh, initially there was a kind of uh, you know yes. against uh, restrictions right, right. Mm, uh, especially you know my parents are saying like uh, why known family Uh, we can go for unknown family because uh, things will be new right so kind of thing he said uh, see uh, try to convince initially and uh, it took i think almost 6 uh, months to 1 year oh, to convince okay okay you know how uh, things will happen and uh, you know how we are we just wanted to uh, you know make sure uh, you know <laughs> things are okay and uh, meanwhile uh, yeah it was going good but uh, it took a while <laughs> especially to convince my mom <laughs> and uh, finally when you know both the parties uh, agreed then they said now there is no point in delay so 2008 jan was a marriage i was only 27 then <laughs> oh you did say okay i was only 27 and uh, you know even that was a shock for me because i did not expect uh, so early and uh, it was all this was happening within a span of 3 uh, months you know engagement then within 2 months marriage, marriage. okay then uh, 2008 marriage since then i think uh, the entire life was a kind of a change uh, it's not only in terms of marriage but uh, either professionally or personally you know we started exploring uh, things we started uh, you know that's the time when we started uh, uh, having a building a, a habit where every weekend we used to go to you know roaming where uh, okay. we did not know Uh, which place then we started uh, that particular habit you know both of us uh, were, we are f- uh, fond of uh, traveling okay so we started you know uh, we uh, by the time uh, i had a car clo deo clo so okay. that time it was a kind of outdated yeah. but i used to you know okay. love such cars okay. deo clo which was very <laughs> hefty built and yeah. uh, and uh, you know so many uh, memorable uh, journeys with the breakdowns midnight <laughs> breakdowns so there are you know so many things are happening um, after that and um, within one year uh, we had a new member okay uh, in 2009 july we had our first uh, you know daughter and uh, since then i think uh, i started uh, traveling abroad oh okay <laughs> my you know so everybody were considering uh, she being the lucky member in our family you know she she yeah 2009 july was her uh, you know the first uh, child and i think 2009 december i got an opportunity to go to thailand bangkok oh okay <laughs> that was my first uh, international journey uh, from my company then since then you know after 2 3 months uh, visited japan once oh. uh, for one month uh, training period and it was like uh, you know uh, yeah so after that uh, in 2012 um uh, we got the you know uh, opportunity uh, as a project uh, trainee i got an opportunity to be a part of project which was going in japan so i got this assignment for one year with family okay. 
So it was, uh, you know, once again, altogether a different world. And uh, before going to Japan, you know, the one important thing was uh, to learn Japanese. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, three and a half months, Japanese uh, learning class. Initial, uh, you know, that, then it was uh, another uh, episode in Japan, you know. Japanese people, the country. It, how how it's, is it? It's, it's uh, you know, you cannot explain, you had experience. Oh, is it? Japan is uh, one such country which, uh, you know, you cannot find uh, elsewhere in terms of uh, the kindness, the pe kindness which people have and uh, the kind of, uh, you know, commitment they have, the kind of cleanliness it, uh, the country has. <coughs> it was, uh, you know, nothing uh, much uh, to say because I had experience, hands-on experience of all these kinds. The, you know, how kind they were and uh, how helping uh, they were, each and every, you know. The, I have learned uh, many things from uh, Japan, you know, or Japanese people that uh, even they, they can sacrifice their own family members for your well-being. Right. That's the nature, kind of nature. You know, though they have uh, their own family, so they, you know, for, they used to take care of you, you know, as if... Uh, the same strategy, Atiti Devo Bhava, uh, that we say here. Atiti Devo Bhava means, uh, you know, uh, the guest is God. Guest is God, or guest is the first uh, priority. We say here, some of us uh, even we follow, but uh, there I could uh, see that, you know, almost all of them are following the same. And I was very much, uh, you know, curious to know all these things, you know, how everybody uh, are like this. Because here also, you know, one, uh, we can see a few here and there. But there it was not so. Everybody are with the same attitude, with the same discipline, with the same, you know. Unless you have the some kind of, uh, you know, uh, training, this cannot happen. Yes. So I was very much curious to know all, all those things. Then I, you know, just started inquiring about this. And uh, when I, uh, you know, when I uh, start, uh, you know, inquiring about this with the people, they said like uh, their education system is one of the major factor for them. In the childhood, so you know, up to fourth standard, they said uh, they don't have any kind of subjects. Okay. There, it's only discipline okay. and uh, only the basic, uh, you know, how to be with people. Right, right. The discipline and safety. Right. So these are the major factors that they focus upon. Uh, unlike uh, here, you know, dumping all the kinds of A, B, C, D, or uh, kind of things. So right from the childhood, the first curriculum, as a part of their uh, you know, childhood curriculum itself, uh, they teach this uh, discipline and other things. So with the same uh, you know, uh, discipline and culture, they come up. And though, uh, you know, after becoming 20s and their 30s, <coughs> they are still maintaining their roots. So that was really, uh, you know, uh, you know I, I, I was just, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, feeling ashamed because uh, we everywhere we say that indian culture is uh, you know one of the highest valued but uh, though uh, we come from india you know that time uh, <coughs> comparing our attitudes i felt uh, they are more you know okay than uh, indians so i am not saying uh, india is bad or something like that but <coughs> you know the attitude with which uh, we greet people we treat people and um, you know so this was one thing which I learned, uh, you know, very much from uh, Japan. Yeah, of course, then uh, exploring places in Japan, exploring their culture, their food habits. Food. <laughs> food. Yeah. I'm basically a Brahmin. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's only veg. No. 
So, <laughs> so exploring all kinds of food and uh, exploring uh, you know different uh, places, the village, right from the city, you know the Tokyo, the major cities like Tokyo, Osaka, Nagoya, or uh, you know Yokohama, you name it. So we used to we had a car there, oh, okay. and there also we used to roam Toyota. Toyota. Okay. Toyota Corolla and Toyota Prius. Oh, okay. The hybrid version. Hybrid. So yeah, we used to uh, we roamed a lot, and one incident was like where uh, I, along with my colleagues, you know, five of us, uh, we had been to a, a truck. Uh, I'm sure most of you would have heard about the mountain Fuji, Mount Fuji. Yeah, that's one of the highest peaks in uh, Japan. So five of us uh, went for a trek, left for by I think 8:30 in the night, and uh, reached the halfway by 12:30, one o'clock in the night. We uh, you know halted there, and again we started our journey three o'clock. Only two of us okay. could climb. Oh, okay. Rest three came back. So two of us made to the summit, and uh, the funniest uh, fun part is. You know which way we climbed, and uh, we did not uh, know that uh, you know we are getting we are uh, you know we started our journey back, okay. and uh, without knowing that uh, it's a different route. Oh, okay. We landed up on the other side of the mountain. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was uh, you know the to the place where we started. Okay. It was almost uh, three hours journey in a train to get back to the to get back. And by the time when we went there, it was evening and uh, night, heavy rain. Oh. We, it, still, I remember this, uh, you know, that particular night. Only two of us, and a new place once again. Somehow we could manage uh, to get a room. Then, you know, new place once again, new food. Okay. We stayed there. <laughs> Our family members, you know, were all uh, kind of shaken. Ah, uh, yeah, because we are lost. Though we are continuously, you know, but uh, it's a new place, new country. Nobody knows uh, where it is and where we are. So, but fortunately, because we had uh, you know this Japanese uh, language, uh, we knew this uh, language. That's it. If you know Japanese language, you can uh, it's go. Fine. Yeah, it's fine, unless uh, and until you know this Japanese language. So we could manage and somehow uh, you know we could uh, go back. So there are a lot of uh, you know other memories as well in Japan, and uh, this was one of them, uh, like Mount Fuji trekking. After Japan, Toyota, yeah, once again back to uh, you know uh, Bangalore. Uh, project implementation was there, and um, it uh, you know it happened smoothly. Project everything happened smoothly, and uh, you know then suddenly I don't know in the year I think 2014 okay. started uh, feeling like you know I was just feeling like uh, I'm lost somewhere uh, for no reason. <laughs> Uh, just by looking here and there, I was just uh, seeing like why I'm doing all these things, you know, um, uh, going to for a party, having this drink, you know, having this puff of cigarettes, and um, uh, literally to say partying every week. And I was just thinking, why I'm doing all these things? What what's what's the point? I, I don't know. Suddenly that uh, point struck me, and. Uh, That's the time when I started, uh, you know, looking towards me. You know, uh, what what is this? What uh, that question started popping up. Then, uh, since then, you know, since then onwards, um, everything was a kind of question mark. I used to see people going to a bar. I was just thinking, why these people are going to bar? You know, what's the fun? So <laughs> these kind of crazy questions started uh, coming up in my mind. 
people used to fight you know literally uh, for some of the uh, one of the other reasons people uh, used to fight i was just thinking why these people are like you know they have everything right you know people are looking for money, money. people have money, money right. but still they fight literally physical fights right. it uh, all these things started and uh, in my my own family you know something started boiling up and uh, you know uh, ancestral issues and things like that i was just uh, you know i was just getting you know more and more uh, you know what is that confused kind of thing what is this you know since then i started questioning everything what is this you know people every everybody are having everything you know but still they are going through lot of mess in their life uh, you know they are not happy people are not happy it's not not only my family members my friends and uh, i don't know suddenly these things were there but it's suddenly started uh, you know noticing. coming yeah noti- kind of uh, i started noticing these things and uh, these things started coming in front of my uh, you know eyes and uh, the only question was uh, what is this and why is this is like this and uh, you know taking my own example as i said in, in the in my initial days uh, in my 20s early 20s or up to even 30s uh people used to recognize me as you know one uh, fellow who's uh, was very you know having much patience he can deal with any situations and kind of thing but when i uh, uh, i started uh, noticing a change within me this particular quality is uh, you know slowly receding in the sense i started uh, you know shouting at people for for no reason either in uh, my workplace or back home suddenly you know these are things i never used to do but uh, one fine day i started noticing this uh, after this incident you know shouting suddenly it shook me like am i doing this because i never used to do these things why i am doing this you know all of a sudden so this you know i started uh, questioning myself why i am becoming uh, like this and uh, also physically i was getting bulgy you know after a certain age um once upon a time i was only 70 okay in my 70s and uh, you know i i used to feel pride uh, you know proud of myself looking at my physique and uh, you know even people had uh, asked me why can't you you know why are you uh, dying here in my uh, you know corporate why can't you go to modeling and things like that <laughs> yeah even my uh, colleagues and uh, boss even he had asked me once you know you can go for modeling or some other you know profession why you are here so that time i did not have any answer everybody were looking for a job even i am looking for a job i'm here so that was the only thing so you know physically i was getting um, overweight from 70 you know how i was uh, you know knowing all these facts was um you know come from company i used to get a uniform okay. you know we used to get the <laughs> uniform pants okay okay every year two sets okay year by year you know my first it was 32 inch okay. the size <laughs> right then 33 34 35 36 oh okay and uh, it came to 38 38 okay yeah okay. now i thought <laughs> no this is so you know uh, then uh, you know one uh, 2014 i think i thought uh, you know i need to do something first thing is to address myself uh, where i'm going is not the right way right. if i continue the same in another five years i don't know where i'll be physically mentally you know every, every uh, aspect i don't know where i'll be because i started uh, you know shouting all of a sudden there is something gone wrong physically also something is going wrong 
so i thought uh, something you know something needs to be done right. otherwise uh, you know this uh, is not going to be good for me in the next 5 uh, to 10 years i thought uh, let me work for myself uh, you know so that question was there so what to do then i you know i started searching uh, you know see the question was not only for for me that uh, you know i am getting uh, or i am getting the i uh, getting deviated that was not the only question as i said the question was uh, looking at others also why am i like this why people are like this yeah. both both ways the question was there so first i thought let me fix uh, me especially my physical you know uh, reduce weight i started uh, searching what to do <laughs> obviously suggestions uh, started coming gym you know zumba or uh, you know like uh, this kind of things the sports activities or even you know some people uh, suggested me yoga yoga okay uh, till then i did not know what is yoga and um, then i started uh, you know looking for uh, as i said you know because I, i was even searching for answers for other people right right you know why people are like this right uh, you know what is the solution for these things i started reading all kinds of uh, scriptures scriptures then. oh okay since you know till then i did not uh, read any kind of uh, scripture neither bhagavad gita nor upanishad nothing i brought all this uh, scriptures you know bhagavad gita english version also malayalam version i have okay uh, then Up- upanishads oh, okay. six big books oh, yeah. upanishads i brought you know just to know what is uh, what is this <laughs> then you know almost i did not read uh, the entire thing but um, to whatever extent i could read you know i could feel, see that you know yoga yoga is the solution in bhagavad gita also the main you know where uh, the kurukshetra var uh, where krishna says like bhagavad gita uh, you know yoga 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 so everywhere i started getting this yoga then i once again started googling what is this yoga youtube yoga i found out you know patanjali uh, baba ramdev then i started searching for yoga for weight loss <laughs> patanjali yeah i got uh, you know this yoga where you know baba ramdev uh, had uh, all the right you know kind of yoga right for weight loss right i just learned that oh you learned that okay. yeah i learned that uh, because i wanted to reduce my weight first right, right. then uh, later we'll see you know about others i started doing this uh, in 2014 i suppose i started this i did this for almost 5 to 6 months oh okay and uh, could reduce i think around 2 to 3 kg oh, kilos okay. that's it okay but somewhere i was uh, you know then i started feeling this is not uh, the real yoga okay uh, I, i don't know uh, real, i started feeling that uh, something i am missing yeah this is yes yoga is there but uh, but this is not the thing what i am looking for see uh, one thing is yoga wanted to re- uh, reduce my weight second thing is as i said i was just you know sensing that somewhere people are lacking the you know what we call as a discipline and what we call as a respect for each other respect for people you know especially the upcoming you know generations kids they don't know how to really uh, you know especially in the company or you know if you go outside uh, if you go to a place where uh, you know uh, in a college just as a part of a recruitment program they don't know how uh, to behave with their seniors or you know that the the basic respect for each other concept was missing that's what i could sense uh, then you know then i felt like you know i should do some hr course <laughs> the all these were the explorations you know for me i really wanted to do something where i can teach uh, you know quit this job 
uh, go to the you know back to school lower primary school uh, after doing a you know hr course basically uh, a course in how to develop the discipline and how to build this respect for people culture with these two aspects in mind i wanted to do a hr course and uh, for me yoga right. uh, reduce weight right. so these are the two things okay now in 2015 you know when i was going through this uh, yoga youtube videos i happened to see this uh, sadguru video that was the first time when i saw this uh, sadguru video and i really did not know who this um, you know beard man is <laughs> yes and uh, that time uh, it was only a beard man for me and uh, you know sadguru was speaking about yoga that more than about yoga you know he started speaking about things which i could relate to myself where uh, you know for example um, uh, you know about the balance how people used to uh, lose their temper uh, what is this uh, you know getting angry kind of thing uh, you know these are small small question and answer sessions uh, sadguru videos i started uh, noticing and i felt that like yeah this man is making sense whatever is happening in my life for me and for others i can see uh yes so uh, you know he is uh, saying the same thing and uh, one video where uh, you know sadguru started sharing about yoga you know yoga once again in its classical form is the only solution that is uh, turning inward is the only solution so it uh, you know it was uh, interesting for me i uh, felt uh, this is more interesting for me then i started exploring about uh, isha sadguru and uh, i think almost uh, for 6 to 7 months i only watched the uh, sadguru videos all the kinds of videos which are available in youtube then i thought you know only watching videos uh, is not making any difference then i thought i should make some uh, con- you know attend some program then i attended uh, inner engineering i came to know through uh, their website that in bangalore jayanagar uh, inner engineering program 7 days program is there i did not know what is this inner engineering but something i wanted to do isha program so because even i was looking for yoga right. so i thought uh, inner engineering is yoga you know physical bending twisting kind of yoga right. i uh, you know attended this inner engineering and uh, after doing this uh, inner engineering the kind of concepts uh, sadguru uh, were explaining uh, you know he was explaining in the, through the course about um, you know so many factors um, be uh, about your being in the mobile you know being uh, the kind of a mother to the world or uh, responsibility all these things it was uh, you know for me it was a kind of huge it, it made me huge impact in me uh, whatever he is speaking it uh, because you know i felt everything is uh, kind of making sense to me though you know of uh, frankly speaking after inner engineering you know program you know i started uh, doing this shambhavi mahamudra mm, frankly speaking it uh, did not impact uh, you know bring an impact uh, to me um as i you know at the in the program i could see people screaming people <laughs> laughing people you know uh, rolling all the place and things i just uh, i was thinking uh, what, what is happening what is happening i don't know <laughs> for me there was no such uh, big blasting experience or something nothing so no tears in my eyes i could see people you know tears so i i thought okay let me just practice but um, as i said i was looking for twisting and turning back kind of yoga so since i could not find in uh, this inner engineering once again i started searching isha yoga you know then i came to know that uh, they are having a 8 day and 21 day program in uh, in the ashram 
and uh, i don't know because by the time uh, since uh, you know by the time i got introduced to this isha sadguru since then i started applying a lot of uh, unplanned leaves in my company oh, <laughs> i had already started okay and <laughs> for for some silly reasons okay, okay. Uh, as an excuse i just uh, you know bunked the uh, how we used to bunk the college i used to bunk the company, company. itself <laughs> for no reason so then you know it was uh, i think it was in may before that uh, there is one more instance where you know i did in uh, inner engineering in 2015 september and uh, after that yes i wanted to see sadguru once so that urge was there i want to see this man uh, or sadguru that time also i was just you know as uh, calling as a, a man you know weird man, uh, weird man. <laughs> uh, that, you know then i thought uh, somehow I, i i i should meet so then i uh, came to know that sadguru is coming to bangalore uh, to uh, one other uh, is a college uh, you know institute uh, vivekananda yoga institute or something like that so as a part of uh, their annual event Sad- sadguru is the chief guest there once again i went <laughs> you know without uh, like any leave i just drove to this college and uh, just uh, to you know get the first glimpse i made sure that i am the first row okay. in the event okay. <laughs> so i went and sat there i think around 2 hours before itself okay. and uh, then yeah slowly started uh, you know people gathering and uh, then the time for sadguru entry came till then i only saw him in the videos and photos now the moment sadguru came out of the dais you know literally i started uh, my eyes are full and you know literally tears have started rolling uh, my eyes i was just wondering what what is this what is happening with me <laughs> because uh, i am not a guy who used to you know uh, weep or cry or you know for things but this is for no reason things are happening and i don't know but i <laughs> so then i thought something is there i don't know what something is there otherwise simply this cannot happen then you know once again i started following and as i said uh, i wanted to do really uh, do this uh, yoga program fortunately in the month of may 2016 uh, once again i bunked eight days <laughs> this time eight days yeah. <laughs> you know so by by the time you know i already become a noted member in my company <laughs> okay you know he is into something yes. because uh, you know he is taking lot of leaves and uh, going into this uh, spiritual uh, yeah. thing so they already started uh, having a talk Uh, i thought okay let me just try because whatever is working for me i was into this so i went and uh, you know did this eight day residential program unfortunately i could not do 21 days because of you know longer leave, longer leave. so that's not acceptable uh, for me and uh, for company also so eight days i uh, somehow i thought uh, manageable so i did this eight day program where they taught all the you know uh, surya kriya surya you know this yoga asanas and uh, upayoga bhuta shuddhi now this was the real you know thing which i was looking for twisting bending right. though i was yeah one so, thing i found you know by the time i uh, i started doing this uh, yoga as i said i was already overweight i was almost 95 kilos 94 to 95 kilos and uh, when i attended this 8 day program literally i was not able to bend literally i was not able to you know uh backward or forward do any asanas because of my body weight but still you know because of the uh you know 
the way Sadhguru was saying, speaking uh, about the facts, uh, I thought uh, something is there, you know, and I thought uh, somehow I need to continue this. So, uh, you know, it was really hard for me to do these practices, and uh, but still, as I said, uh, I knew something is there. Uh, you know, uh, this has uh, some essence. Then, after coming back, I think literally for almost two, three months since then, I continuously practiced all the Surya Kriya, Yogasana. Though even uh, that time I was working uh, shifts, you know, morning shift uh, where I used to get up at uh, 3.30, 4 o'clock. And if uh, in the second shift I used to come by 12.30, uh, 1 o'clock in the night. Though I was uh, having these odd shifts and, uh, you know, I used to continuously practice this, uh, you know, Isha, uh, Hatha Yoga practices. After continuously, uh, you know, continuous practice for almost two, two to three months, that impacted me a lot. You know, that shook me, uh, not only physically, but other, other aspects also started, you know, whatever doubts I had, you know, slowly started settling down. Did you get the answers or it started Yeah, settling? no, it's, uh, I started getting the answers. You know, once you, you know, as Sadhguru was saying, you know, you bring a certain alignment within yourself, then, you know, suddenly the way you see, uh, the world around you becomes, uh, you know, uh, normal. So, otherwise, I was exa exaggerating things. Now, the things are getting clear, more clear. It's not that I am getting the answers, but things are getting clear that once your, uh, you know, system is okay, or as Sadhguru always says, you know, once your system becomes a little aligned, then, uh, you know, things are okay, really okay. There is nothing to worry much about about the situations are, uh, and that's where, when I, you know, really started, uh, you know, uh, matching the wavelength. Then, since then, I thought, Sadhguru, now, he, this is Sadhguru. You know, this is not a weird mad now. Since then, I started uh, looking as Sadhguru, and uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah, after two, three months of practice, once again, I got an opportunity to go to Japan. Oh, okay. For one month, right. again, as a part of uh, some, uh, you know, project uh, work. In Japan also, I practiced this. Okay, okay. And uh, in Japan, I decided, right. you know, after going back, this is it, right. I'm going to quit. <laughs> because I started finding out the solution, you know. What I was really looking for, for me, as well as the people around, you know, as I, I was just looking for the solutions. Now, no HR course or nothing is required. If uh, people start doing uh, these kind of simple, uh, you know, practices in uh, their daily life, you know, people will get the answer for their questions, you know, all the things. Things will settle. That's what I could feel. Then I felt like, you know, yeah, so a company is not the, uh, not for me. And uh, for me, this is a thing. So, I, after coming back from Japan, I... Uh, told my uh, family, first family, wife, that this is a thing, I'm uh, going to quit and uh, I'm going to go for this teacher's training program because unless you have a certification, you cannot uh, offer this, you know. Though uh, I want to teach every uh, members, you know, so that they can be harmonious within themselves. So unless you have this uh, certification, uh, you cannot offer these things. Then she, uh, you know, when I uh, uh, presented to my wife, she was... Uh, then she was almost, uh, with the second uh, child, she was almost five months pregnant. <laughs> uh, 
she said uh, okay whatever you want to do you know let the delivery happen then whatever you want to do, wish to do you can <laughs> kind of thing because uh, she knew she cannot convince me or uh, rather i could convince her right you know uh, why i am uh, you know taking this step yes of course we used to discuss all the you know aspects in terms of financial aspects in terms of other you know how to build the careers or you know all this because i knew there is nothing called as you know nothing there is no such thing as career uh, building a career professional life all these things because it was almost thir- uh, my 13th year in my profession still we are talking about future right from my college days we were uh, you know talking about future right after 13 years also still, still we are talking about future then i was uh, that time i was just really worrying what is this future about yeah. so there is nothing called as your future or building your career so as uh, you know sadguru says that time i started uh, you know realizing this how you are is most important than uh, you know other things then first step over my wife uh, she got convinced and she said okay uh, just uh, you know the only fortunate uh, you know one fort- um, uh, most fortunate thing uh, what um, i have or i am fortunate to have such a family because uh, uh, you know uh, the only uh, thing what the wife uh, told me was um, whatever you are you know whatever from now on after quitting the job either you are going to the downs or you are going to the peak i am there so that's uh, you know one sentence uh, made me uh, feel so proud that uh, i'm fortunate because uh, you know <laughs> it's it's rare uh, though <laughs> watching this <laughs> so for that matter i always bow down to my family because uh, till now also they always support me in this regard now the next step was to convince my parents because my parents i, I knew my mom would agree because mom always stood by me though it was uh, down or up but i don't i did not know uh, dad uh, dad in the sense i expected that uh, he would say okay but uh, you know the worst uh, resistance came from my dad okay. <laughs> and uh, see it was not a resistance uh, it was kind of uh, you know uh, fair, uh, you know for every parent it's their uh, you know the feeling is like uh, their children they they it's their wish to see their children get settled you know get established in a good company <clears throat> everything is happening simply now that was my stage you know after getting into a good job marriage two kids now uh, one you know second kid is about to so things are happening good company good salary good package uh, going to abroad you know uh, japan and uh, even we had been to dubai for a trip so i all the shopping are, festival yeah <laughs> everything was happening you know by uh, in 2015 uh, i took all my family members seven members to dubai for a you know that was a kind of a life we were uh, leading so all these things are happening but now why you are taking such a decision that was a concern you know it was not that he was saying no to yoga but why this decision now because in yoga once again what is your financial stability you know how you are going to lead your family all this questions and um, above all the fam- status mm-hmm. you know now uh, dad can say like you know my son is working in toyota, toyota you know going to japan you know among the friends and family members but now after quitting if i am a yoga teacher it's you know people mm-hmm. see yoga teachers yeah, right. everywhere and uh, they know like you know yoga teachers are everywhere and uh, there is no nothing new to say about oh, my son is a yoga teacher there is nothing to say about this 
so all these uh, things were bothering my dad once again i convinced to my best of my ability and when i came to know that he is not getting convinced still i because i knew the value of this because i experienced the value of this hatha yoga i did not want to go back in my decision i wanted to pursue this the most important factor was i took a risk that <clears throat> see initial my plan was this teachers training starts in the month of july and the interview process starts in the month of january or february i was uh, you know planning to quit in the month of may may 2017 may okay so after giving the interview and uh, you know if interview doesn't go well i can continue the same so that was the uh, first thinking then uh, 2000 all this was happening in 2016 december right you know now december uh, i was planning to quit in uh, 2017 may when 2016 december came my wife uh, you know she was about to deliver the child in january 2017 so in december she just uh, you know when i after coming back uh, my, from my office she just uh, told me see anyway you are going to quit right <laughs> either in may yeah, right. or uh, you know any one day you are going to quit why don't you do now which <laughs> <laughs> right she asked she asked me huh? right what no see uh, january anyway new second kid is going to come yeah uh, you can be with the family members for a few uh, months before you go to your uh, teachers training now if you are quitting in may then hardly will be getting either one month uh, with the family so if you can quit now you know from january onwards uh, you can be with the family and uh, you know once if you get through the interview anyway you will be going next day i went and gave the resignation letter okay. <laughs> 10 years uh, you know career in my toyota i thought yes this is a good idea just next day when that you know that was i still i remember that was december 15th and only 15 more days what was the reaction at the office when you gave it it was a sure real shock <laughs> you know there was another <laughs> incident you know still i remember i next day i you know second i was in second shift 2:30 uh, is our shift uh, start time in. i i had written my resignation letter in my house and uh, by 3 o'clock i called my boss to a separate room <laughs> and uh, i told him sir this is the thing i am quitting no. so this <laughs> and uh, i'll give you the formal letter a uh, few hours later said no what 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 <laughs> you're in real shock 10 years uh, why now because everything is going smooth for you you are uh, leading the project you know things are happening promotions everything is happening smoothly okay. compared to others but why you are taking decision there is no reason point you know then uh, i said see this is a case uh, i straight away told him i want to pursue this and uh, then after two hours i just literally uh, gave him the letter that time he did not uh, did not accept the letter and uh, the funniest part was when i asked him why is not accepting the letter he said even he has quit on the same day <laughs> is it <laughs> he had an experience of 20 years okay in that company he he was one of the super seniors right and uh, even i did not know what's the reason for him to quit okay. so he had already submitted his resignation so in the morning so he can't accept which i did not know okay now he said uh, he told me i am not your boss anymore 
I said, why? I, I thought, uh, you know, maybe some department change uh, right. would have happened and things like that. Because every January, you know, these right. things happen in our government. And uh, then I came to know that even uh, he has put his paper. It was really kind of shock for me also. And uh, then, yeah, you know, then the, those 15 days, uh, I was uh, not knowing, like, you know, where I came from uh, and uh, what is next. Even I, I, I was blank in the sense, what, what will be uh, the next uh, thing? But one thing I was sure that, uh, you know, if I somehow, if I get into, uh, through this teacher's training, I could do something. You know, in my own uh, life, uh, of course, uh, I knew that it's going to change my life in a big way. And uh, I can do this the uh, same thing with others also. And uh, once again, uh, once you give the resignation letter, then uh, you don't feel like you are a part of the company. That's the thing. I had complete freedom. Then, you know, uh, then once again, things uh, started. Uh, another episode, I can say. Another episode in my life started. Mm, December 31st was my last day, uh, though uh, there was a notice period of two months, uh, I did not want to, you know, I didn't want to stay there. So December 31st, I just uh, quit the, you know, left the company and uh, January 8th, our newborn, second child. And uh, I thought, you know, the first child, when she came to our life, it was a material aspects. Okay. You know, all uh, flying to abroad, right. going, you know, materially, everything uh, accumulating, right. car. You know, uh, going to different countries, uh, vacations, all these things. Material aspects was more. Now, when this kid came, he's or about to come. Now, suddenly, uh, you know, spiritual aspects. <laughs> so that was my uh, thing, uh, way of looking at it. First one was materialistic. Second. This uh, second one was uh, spiritual. So, <clears throat> yeah, and uh, after that. Then I, you know, then after quitting uh, Toyota, then really I wanted to be a part of Isha uh, as much as I can. Because anyway, I decided uh, to do this teacher's training program. Applied for that and uh, got the interview call, uh, you know, I think in February. And, uh, you know, the only thing, uh, I think almost two to three teachers, different teachers uh, over telephone, uh, they uh, called me and uh, interviewed me. And uh, every time they were saying the same one thing, that you are a family man. Right. You are having two kids. Right. And you, you are saying you don't have a job now. Right. So, you know, this is going to be very hard. Right. They were, you know, trying to, uh, uh, you know, portray right. uh, in such a way that uh, teacher's training is not for you. Right, right, right. You know, for your situation right. at least. I said whatever may be the, you know, <laughs> though, you, though even though I am I'm going to hell, I don't mind. Right. I want to do this. Then they said, yes, you do one thing, you come to ashram, one Swami wants to meet you. Oh, <laughs> okay. And I, by that time, I knew one or two others. It's getting interesting. <laughs> I, who, whom I knew, uh, you know, who have applied for teacher's training. I just checked with them. They said, no, we had only one round of interview. Right. And, uh, you know, then I thought, why two, three rounds with me? And uh, now that they are saying that, you know, the Swami wants to speak to me. I went to ashram. I know I met uh, Swami Rohil and uh, he had a, he, even he was saying the same thing. Okay. Look Praveen, there is no financial assurance that we are going to give you. Right. No administration, nothing. Right. So we don't know, really don't know how uh, your financial condition is and uh, it is going to be very tough mm -hmm. for you. Huh? 
that's okay swami <laughs> okay okay then everything then you know that cleared that phase cleared and uh, because you know by then i decided whatever it may come i want to do this then um, you know so then uh, yeah i got the confirmation it was a celebration oh. you know when i got uh, confirmed for this uh, teachers training uh, at least now something is there if they would have rejected me then you know this side no job no yeah. teachers training what to do once again there was a confusion so at least now something is there something is happening i thought sadguru <laughs> then i really uh, you know started uh, yeah then teachers training for 5 months which is you know which is more than what i expected i thought uh, it's going to be you know all day bending and twisting only uh, no fun nothing but uh, you know when you attend the training so it's not only twisting and turning but it's kind of uh, you know another uh, uh, kind of level of activities and the fun that uh, you you are having in the ashram so both are going hand in hand fun and intense you know intense in your practice or whatever the things you do along with fun so see uh, for the first uh, two months everything was fine you know fun now the third month all of a sudden once again that started uh, you know thinking uh, started coming to me you know i have two kids now it's almost since two months that i saw my newborn uh, she was on, on, only five months right. then now you know this mind was constantly pulling towards my family and uh, here uh, that time uh, it, it's already now peak, peak yeah. you know in the, in the peak of uh, the training the third month and at uh, that time i uh, had uh, some kind of uh, you know mental struggle within me right no uh, one uh, is pulling towards my family one is pulling towards ashram so kind of tug of war and i am in between so i thought you know this is the threshold period if i could withstand this then i can uh, cross the bridge yeah i you know i don't know i did uh, practices intensely i could do you know i went to the temple frequently did all kinds of things just to keep that you know, distract the other things and i could pass the phase and uh, you know then i thought at one stage fourth month i think i felt like you know i am literally free from everything physically mentally i'm just like felt like uh, one point i literally experienced like you know i'm flying in the sense i'm so much free there is no so much freedom within me i literally started uh, you know, i thought this is it this is it i'm looking for and uh, but the real jatka or the real jolt came when uh, at the beginning of the fifth month the training all of a sudden one fine day when i got up i could not do any practice okay i was literally feeling tired you know even for 10 seconds i could not stay in a uh, posture okay nothing was happening i was literally you know getting drained out okay for no reason okay and uh, i don't know why uh, why the, why is this happening you know then one fine day when we were told to go to the adiyogi and uh, do the practice you know there was a practice uh, session at the adiyogi uh, in front of adiyogi that day really i slept you know in front of adiyogi because i could not get up right i was so tired i was uh, literally getting you know drained that time i felt something has gone really bad um then somebody when i consulted uh, you know one of our uh, participant he was uh, he was a doctor 
by profession. So I consulted him. He said, you know, you got to do, go to the doctor. Right. I went to the you know, ashram doctor. He said, uh, blood checkup, uh, we need to do the blood checkup. And uh, did this uh, checkup. After two days, I uh, got the results. Now, to my surprise, you know, almost uh, five major parameters are out. Oh. My blood sugar is high. Okay. Hyperthyroid. Hemoglobin is low. Oh. I had a B12 deficiency. And um, hypertension. So these are the five different parameters, you know, which has gone really bad. So doctor even, he said, see, immediately medication need to be, uh, you know, you need to go through this medication. Otherwise, it's, uh, it's becoming worse. Especially the B2, uh, B12 vitamin. Till then, I have not heard about such a thing. Okay, okay. And I was really, you know, I really got angry that time. Because I am doing so intense yoga for the last four months. Okay. Not to land up here, you know, getting all the, till now, you know, uh, you know, during my all my phases, uh, when I was uh, having all, you know, in its peak uh, of uh, the habits and things, I had nothing, nothing. not even a fever, no uh, cough, no nothing, uh, blood sugar, everything was uh, okay, going fine. But why now? Right. After four months of intense training, so is this uh, for what? Uh, I'm doing this training, right. you know? And I thought, uh, how can I convey this to my other participants? Right. You know, if you do yoga, you will get uh, right. low, you know, high BP, you will get hyperthyroid. You cannot be an example for your thing. So this was my worry point. I really, you know, went and uh, shouted at one of the teachers. <laughs> I still remember that. I shouted in the sense, I, you know, I was really angry and I asked him, um, and now what is this? See, I have been doing so intensely and uh, this is a report. And uh, is it because I'm doing yoga so intensely that I'm uh, out of, uh, you know, control and uh, all these parameters are? He said only one thing, don't worry, you just continue the practice. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I really got, you know, I did not know what to say. Because, you know, to such a major issue, he is only simply saying this, you just do the practice, but don't, uh, uh, you know, conclude that uh, because of yoga it is happening like this. Uh, you just continue the practice. Then uh, through one of the Swamis, you know, I came to know this, uh, that, uh, you know, whenever uh, even... Um, I heard somebody saying through one of the swamis saying that uh, you know because uh, we do intensely yoga practices um, you know whatever is supposed to happen maybe after 10 or 20 years right, right. you are preponing the things right. so maybe I, uh, the meaning is this hyperthyroid or you know BP would have come after 20 years right. if uh, your uh, lifestyle is so or maybe after 10 years now we are preponing everything now that means we are kind of dissolving I don't know. That's what some of, uh, you know, one of the, I, do, I did not know how, how far it's true or false. But some of my friends, you know, there, Nashram, they said, this is how Swami is, uh, <laughs> I said, okay, then let me just uh, continue. But continuing is, was impossible for me. I came, uh, you know, I completed the training. I came out of uh, the Ashram training and uh, one of the doctors, as I said, uh, the participant, he said, uh, you know, you just go and have uh, normal food, homely food. Right. You know, after going back home. By the time I was uh, from 94, I was 68. Oh, my weight. 30 or 30. Yeah. So, when I went back home, nobody could recognize me. Okay. My mom was literally weeping, you know. <laughs> she was uh, literally crying, started crying, lo looking at my, uh, you know, my <laughs> physique. Or, so, 
Then, uh, you know, as uh, Dana mentioned, I just uh, had my homely food. And to my surprise, things uh, become better. In normal. No, 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 right. Normal. I did not have any kind of medications right. except for B12, uh, you know, I had some shots in the ashram. Otherwise, uh, it was very difficult. But others, I did not have any kind of uh, medic medicines. I just had a normal dosa chutney, you know, <laughs> after coming back, masala dosa, all things I had uh, nicely. And, uh, you know, things uh, were okay. Uh, I could uh, do practices. Then I, you know, really started once again feeling, uh, you know. So this was, uh, you know, this was another episode from uh, corporate to uh, teacher's training and, uh, you know, yoga. See, when I uh, wanted to do this yoga training program, I was not really uh, wanting to be this as my profession. So, as a profession, I wanted to do some kind of business, right. like, uh, you know, dairy business, where I have my own, you know, kind dairy. of dairy, oh, okay. dairy, dairy business. And uh, I wanted to do yoga parallelly, or offer this yoga parallelly. But after completion of uh, this teacher's training, I just thought, you know, no dairy, nothing. <laughs> Only uh, you offer this. Yes, in terms of financially, it was, uh, you know, really under bad shape for the first two years. Because nothing was happening, uh, you know. But I used to teach one or two, one or two, three, four, one or two, like this. But, you know, com coming to your day-to-day, -day daily uh, thing, nothing is, uh, was happening. Now also even, uh, it's not so. Um, but, you know, I, what I could feel is, uh, you know, participants who do this, undergo this training, the kind of feedback they give you, that was really, uh, you know, inspiring us to continue. And uh, there were some stages where even, uh, you know, which made that whether to continue with the teaching or not, or whether, uh, you know, to go back to work, uh, so that, you know, something has to happen. But as I said, something was uh, driving me, uh, in the sense, always saying that, uh, no, going back, only yoga. So fortunately, you know, so many of uh, my, my friends, my fa family, they supported uh, in terms of financially in the, the initial uh, first few years, in terms of loan or something like that. Now after that, uh, when I started, you know, we, by then uh, we started, had a group called as Nishala Classical Yoga from our own batch, uh, six members, now including uh, Jay Krishnan, Shruti Menon, so Tom Sedison, Jibu. So all of us uh, made a uh, group, you know, private group called as uh, Nishala Classical Yoga, under one umbrella, Nishala. Though we were not, uh, we could not, uh, you know, go under Isha Foundation uh, banner. So that's why we uh, made this uh, private uh, group. And, uh, you know, Tom's was good at uh, software and uh, making websites and, uh, you know, all those things. So we started uh, uh, doing this marketing about Isha Yoga and uh, in whichever form we could. Uh, we literally, uh, you know, distributed pamphlets or uh, posters or even uh, our own initial flyers or banners, every, everything started. Now then people started slowly coming up and uh, now after you know three years, three, three and a half years, I could say that we could uh, somewhat, uh, we could establish, you know, you know still under the, it's going on, but I, I'm not saying complete, but uh, now at least people are, uh, you know, coming forward. I stay in a place called as Mangalore. I was in Bangalore, the capital city of Karnataka. Um, I was teaching in Bangalore also. 
But uh, once again, you know, from nowhere, this particular uh, thought had come to my mind that I need to shift to Mangalore. I don't know for, for what reason. As I said, some, you know, some, uh, something was uh, pushing to shift to Mangalore. You know, Bangalore uh, is not the place for you, Mangalore. I thought, okay, let, uh, let me just, uh, you know, uh, shift. Uh, once, once again, I presented the same thing and everybody were happy because it was near to my native also. But I, one thing I knew that uh, Bangalore is not the place for yoga. Because uh, Bangalore, uh, first of all, yes, they are spiritually oriented towards the spiritual uh, you know, practices and process, uh, the, most of the people. But in their own way, not yoga or Isha yoga. I knew this pulse, you know. And uh, above all, saturated people in Bangalore was less. You know, still people are, uh, you know, very fun, very uh, kind of uh, thing. This, you know, uh, one thing what I realized in Bangalore when I was in Bangalore is, most people uh, only, you know, somebody, uh, something has to happen in your life. So, um, you know, uh, in Bangalore, uh, but really I want to go hard in Bangalore. Uh, that, uh, just want to make people understand that yoga is not that, uh, you know, one uh, thing, like only after uh, retirement, Yoga is only for people who who are in their deathbed, mm. or yoga is only for those uh, who you know after only becoming ill, you have to attempt yoga, because these are the certain mindsets. And uh, for me also, for, you know, when I uh, pro presented uh, to my family members that I'm going to pursue this yoga and uh, offer this yoga, you know, so many family members uh, they started, um, you know, it's not harassing. Uh, they started. Uh, brainwashing my parents, saying that uh, you know your son is going in a different direction, and uh, now he's married, and uh, that means now that he is going to this yoga, then um, he'll uh, any time he can leave his family he, he and he'll be going go. to you know he's heading towards Himalayas and uh, you know right, he's right. going to become a sannyasi. sannyasi right. So all this you know I had uh, this in mind you know so people are having all this idea when we say yoga. People think that yoga means a sannyasi, going to Himalayas, going to, you know, live a bad shape, yeah, right. you know, dress badly, all this thing, whatever Sadhguru says, you know, dress badly, eat badly, so you have to quit all the things, family, everything. Now, I knew this is not yoga and uh, the same thing I wanted to display, saying that this is not yoga, yoga means, you know, living well, that's it. So, um, yoga is not only for old, yoga is for young. Because uh, the, what Sadhguru you know, used to say one time, a spirituality or spiritual process means it's self-knowledge. The more you know about yourself, the better you can live. That's what uh, yoga simply means. You know, by doing all this twisting and turning of your body, you are basically coming in tune with your own senses and you know, with the, as says, uh, Sadhguru says, you are becoming in tune with the nature cycle. Now, this, uh, when I started realizing, you know, then I wanted to convey this message to the larger public that yoga means uh, not for the dying. Yoga means, you know, you can wear t-shirts, you can wear jeans. Yoga doesn't mean wearing only kavi, you know, orange, uh, uh, these things. No, yoga is uh, simply, uh, you know, how to upgrade yourself for, towards their well-being. So yoga or the yogic practices, whatever we do, either in terms of chant, either in terms of, uh, you know, physical practices, all these are only tools for one's well-being. Now, I just wanted to convey this message. And, um, you know, for the last one year, especially after this pandemic, 
and uh, what i could uh, really sense in the city of mangalore and udupi is that more youngsters are coming to this because you know i yes i do in my own way the marketing publicity of yoga you know in my own way i don't take a help uh, from others i do in my own way i don't know how but you know in a whatsapp group or through my facebook or you know through different means now people are uh, you know looking at my uh, this thing um many people have uh, come to me saying that you know anna i want to be like you okay. i want to you know uh, something like this uh, i thought yoga means uh, you know not for the uh, students i i thought yoga means only for uh, now uh, the way you are um, you know i am not praising myself for something like that this is what i want to display and now this is what uh, you know people are yeah it's coming i'm just seeing you and it's coming yeah initially when i started in mangalore hardly i used to find one or two members in my class yeah so there was a time uh, when you know uh, i used to play this yoga padi which is a music which uh, we uh, play uh, before this uh, yoga session and uh, at the end of the yoga padi music now uh, the time uh, for yoga to start nobody were there you know i used to wind up uh, things and i used to go back from zero now gradually people started coming uh, you know now it's almost uh, you know for every uh, program that uh, we announce uh, minimum 15 to 18 members uh, come and uh, i think a few months back there was an instance where uh, you know hall was full and i i i could i uh, you know i back. yeah i sent back a few members saying that the hall is full that you know it was it i really did not know like uh, if you do the right things if you convey the right message if you convey uh, in a way where uh, you know people can understand or relate you know what this yoga means because as i said one basic aspect why people are not turning up uh, into this yoga though people are attending uh, zumba though people are going to gym i'm not saying all these uh, things are bad or good but ultimately when it comes towards your well being where people are looking for solutions you know um people should feel, think or feel that you know yoga is the thing where it's not that you have to do 24 hours yoga no it's not the thing you just invest one hour in yoga on a daily basis i i will assure you you will not you know you definitely will not go to himalayas or once again it's your choice compulsively you will not do anything that much i can assure you you know if you want to go to himalayas it's your choice it becomes your choice if you want to have a non veg food it becomes your choice biryani <laughs> if you want to you know whatever you wish to do it becomes a choice once you start practicing this you know you have that freedom that's the basic thing as i said even i used to do all kinds of stuffs before eating drinking you know all kinds of stuffs but once i started practicing this you know somehow consciously i never felt like you know uh, kind of um, uh what is it, what do you say compulsive i have to do this or otherwise i'll go crazy or something like that no i had the choice even now i have a choice if i wish i will do if i don't wish now this choice is the basic thing which uh, i feel it's missing in uh, people you know people are compulsively doing things so once people you know get this message that uh, you know yoga is not for the dying yoga is for the living yoga is uh, to enhance yourself yoga is uh, towards your well being yoga doesn't mean uh, going to himalayas or yoga doesn't mean now especially the students they are uh, you know slowly turning up uh, you know yoga yeah uh, you invest one hour even that's what i say 
you just invest one hour or one and a half hours or maximum two hours based on your uh, time availability you just invest whatever the time uh, it's available uh, to you now rest 24 hours for example if you invest one hour rest 23 hours it can be yours you know you can choose what to do and what not to do you have uh, that much freedom i can say based on my uh, this you know three to four years of uh, it's only three to four years i'm not saying three to four years it's only three very very little you know within this short span of time i can say that you know i could come out of all this compulsive natures and now i i can choose now uh, you know i want to do this or not so such a freedom uh, even everybody can i feel everybody can you know get this uh, kind of a uh, freedom and uh, even many people especially you know in this part of the um, place either be it in kerala especially in kerala um you know many people think that yoga is uh, for a particular re- religion right you know so many people call me from kerala uh, f- yes of course from different uh, you know uh, religion caste and uh, things they call me and they say you know uh, whether i can do yoga uh, i'm being as from a so and so religion you know see once again um, what uh, we would like to say here is um, you know to such people yoga doesn't uh, you know works based on some uh, belief system you know where if you believe only uh, this particular religion yoga is working for you know as sadguru says yoga is a science basically now when we say science irrespective of your caste creed religion gender or race wherever you are from if you know how to use this you know how to use this yogic tools it will work for you it's uh, just like as uh, sadguru gives an example of a mobile phone you know for example if uh, you have an apple iphone if you know all the instructions as to how to use this definitely if you are even if you are an indian it will work for you if you are a chinese it will work for you though uh, you know apple belongs to us so it's uh, something similar if you know the technology of yoga if you know the techn- tools of uh, this uh, yoga it will work for uh, you know anybody now when we say works for anybody uh, now you know the more you do the better you can understand about yourself you know about your body about your mind your own psychological structure you know so many people are there who doesn't have a stable emotional structure you know they suddenly emotionally outburst you know just to bring us by doing simple practices how to bring a certain stability to your emotional structures there are people who freak out for no reason they have tremendous energy they don't know what to do they don't have any balance they freak out simply so all these things you know if you bring a certain balance and stability to your system uh, you know you can utilize uh, these things uh, for uh, your own well being and betterment for the society as well so yoga is a you know science and yogic tools are designed for in such a way that it brings a certain stability and uh, you know balance in a human being once you have this a uh, steady platform balance whatever you wish to do you can wish uh, you can do sensibly you know uh, with a choice what is needed and uh, as sadguru says see everybody is wishing for uh, you know uh, you know society's well being world peace world peace or you know a, a peace in our uh, state peace in our family now just uh, you know i would like to say as a yoga practitioner and as a yoga teacher that uh, what we are calling it as peace you know unless we bring it in a individual human being you know we cannot uh, bring a peace to our family our society or our state or our nation or for the world peace for that matter unless uh, we try to bring peace within ourselves 
or unless we create or transform human beings individually, as Sadhguru says, you know, the same thing I would like to say based on my own experience, I'm saying, this is not that, you know, Sadhguru said, that's why I'm saying, no. Based on my own experience, I can, uh, you know, say this. Unless you, you know, if yoga can transform a person like me, you know, from, I know where I was at a certain stage, if uh, yoga can transform, you know, without, uh, you know, uh, when I say transformation, it's in all aspects. Uh, you know, that's why still after three, third year of uh, my uh, this thing, you know, after completion of uh, training, I'm still offering these practices to as many as, uh, you know, people. Because I know um, if yoga or yogic hatha yoga can do this with me, to me, this can do, you know, transform anybody. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, this is uh, the <laughs> message, uh, you know, which I would like to convey as a teacher and as a, you know, yeah. especially for the coming generations. So, where people are uh, getting confused in their early ages, in their, you know, just after their uh, schools and colleges, as you were just, uh, you know, mentioning about the childhood. You know, my childhood, if I want to, as I shared, it was more of fun. Fun means the cultural activities and other aspects. Now, you know, f we can see this in the society. Childhood or, you know, the student means uh, they are going towards the drugs. They are going towards all kinds of, uh, you know, what we call as lahiri. You know, uh, right from the childhood, they start all these things. Because even children are confused what to do. Uh, you know, everything is there in, uh, in the mobile. Everything is accessible. <coughs> accessible. Now they don't know how to freak and what to do. Just to keep themselves engaged, you know, they choose all these kinds of things, either in terms of alcohol or drugs or, you know, all these things. I'm saying, you know, yoga, even yoga can give a better kick than all these things. Once again, I'm saying based on my own experience, you know, if you are in a certain state, this can give you, you know, much kick, better kick. Uh, than you know the other kind of things the only here advantage uh, you know here is this doesn't damage your body the other damages your body so this maintaining a uh, you know uh, good uh, system you can enjoy the kick there you are damaging the body and you cannot enjoy the kick <laughs> yeah. so that's the only difference so especially for the younger generations you know I request a humble request is uh, you know you must get this uh, taste at the earliest so <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anna. I am looking at my watch because it, it is in between a tight schedule that we are doing this. So before I let you go, Anna, like where can they reach you? Instagram, Facebook. What is the best place to reach out to you or to know your programs and your Nistella groups programs or like? Yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Can you? I'll put it in the description. Can you just spell it? Instagram ID. Could you just say so that spell it out so that? Yeah, we have a ID like our own ID called Nistella dot org. Yeah. Nishala.org and uh, Facebook uh, page also like uh, Nishala um, slash yoga. yoga. Yeah. No worries, I'll find it and put it on the screen. And also yeah, I'll, uh, anyway, I'll be sharing with you. So, okay. so these are the two mediums where we can best reach out. Yeah. So thank okay. you so much, Anna. So before I let you go, anything last few words? I think it was <laughs> properly summed up from your childhood. It was super interesting, like super yeah. value adding. I, I hope you guys, you know, find this. Please reach out to Anna and message it. So, <laughs> I have, you know, I just want to repeat the same message, especially to, to the upcoming generations and the youngsters, that, uh, you know, please take uh, some or the, you know, some, uh, some yogic practice, uh, please make this as a discipline in your life. This uh, doesn't, uh, you know, take any st status quo from you. Um, 
this will only enhance uh, you know whatever you wish to do you can do in a better way simply because uh, you know you are in a good state so this can take you you know the practice of yoga can take you to the place where you would not have imagined so that's why uh, you know yoga is the only solution for everything whatever uh, solutions you are looking for yoga is only solution so just establish yourself in yoga things will happen this is based on my own experience i'm saying to all the you know members out there thank you thank you anna so yoga se hi hoga yoga se hi hoga <laughs>